0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR mom, joined as always by GR dad. Hi. And today we are talking about just status updates on all the girls because it's been a while since we've kind of told you how everyone was doing, so we're just going to go through each of them and tell you how they're doing. Yep. Uh, first, the cocktail of the week. So last week, I don't know if it was Thanksgiving or the day before, I was here by myself, GR dad wasn't here, and it, has been a, it had been a very stressful couple weeks. And I was like, I'm so excited. I get this big, long weekend. I'm totally going to like do my work today. And then tonight, I'm going to have a cocktail. And I wanted to make myself a painkiller, which we have done on the podcast before. It's rum and pineapple juice and cream of coconut. It's a very good tropical cocktail. I was very excited about it. And I went into the fridge like probably at like 4 o'clock. And I took the pineapple juice out just as like a little promise to myself that I would be making myself the drink when I had dinner. And so a couple hours later, I was like, okay. And uh, the pineapple juice that we have is like proper pineapple juice. And so like it it settles, right? You have to shake it just like you have to shake orange juice. And so I shook it up and I'm going around the kitchen, like pulling stuff together, getting the rum out of the closet. And I unscrewed the lid and it kind of made a sound. And I was like, oh, so I closed that real quick and I brought it over the sink and I slowly took the lid off. And once I got it off enough, it went poof and it exploded, like shot out fermented pineapple juice all over the kitchen. It was on the walls. It was on the floor. It foamed for like five minutes out of the bottle. So clearly that pineapple juice had been in the fridge way, way too long. What did you do? I didn't think it had even been in there that long, but apparently what did you do? it was air sealed with some yeast in there. And fermented itself into highly carbonated form and exploded. So I had no pineapple juice.
1: (laughs) And, well, it was on the wall.
0: Yeah. uh, I mean, there was some still in the bottle. Mm. But you don't want to drink fermented things unless they're supposed to be fermented. Yes. So I was like, I really want like a sort of tropical-y cocktail. I don't have any pineapple juice, and almost all of them have pineapple juice. So I went on a search, and I found a recipe for this cocktail called A Day at the Beach. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. Worst case, it sucks, and I throw it out. And it's delicious. I was extremely pleased. I had two or maybe three that night. That's queso. Queso's trying to get Mike to play so. (laughs) How many did you have that night? Two, maybe three. Oh, I think two. I know better than That's to have like more than like seven or eight for me. Yeah, I had two. And then <sighs> when next time GR Dad came over, I'm like, you have to try this delicious drink that I made. And so that is the cocktail of the week. It is one ounce of coconut rum, three quarters of an ounce of amaretto, like di Sirono, which is super delicious. I love that. And four ounces of orange juice. And you just shake that up and you put in a maraschino cherry and a little bit of grenadine. I just like take some of the grenadine like juice out of the jar with the cherries put you could eat
1: cherries all day
0: i could totally eat a jar of cherries uh so i always put a couple cherries in there <laughs> uh but that's it and it tastes really tropical and wonderful even though there's no pineapple juice in it it's very light oh dear dad just gave me the cherry out of his oh.
1: i know you like them you. more than i do
0: mm, delicious
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you don't have any pineapple juice and you want a tiki cocktail
1: you got to have coconut rum, which might be a
0: Coconut rum should be a staple in the <laughs> liquor cabinet of anyone who likes tropical drinks. Like at least half them have coconut rum and it's really good. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Yeah, so
1: It's tasty. I yes.
0: Jared Ad approved.
1: Tastes a little peachy almost. It's good.
0: Oh, okay. I like peach. I don't think it tastes like peach. I think it tastes like orange. Because there's orange juice in it. Yeah, but hey, whatever. As long as you like it.
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, okay,
0: so updates on the dog. Let's start with Queso, since she's the most vocal.
1: Okay, you go first, Queso. <coughs> oh, thank you. What else? <laughs> oh. You want to add to that? <coughs> oh,
0: okay. hey, thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, she's, Keso. she's just
1: standing over Vank, barking at her, because Vank is playing dead on the ground, and Queso would like to play some more.
0: I don't know if you guys have noticed, but if you watch on the snaps when Venk is laying on the ground and Queso barks at her, Venk's fur moves with the force <laughs> of Queso's it's, barks.
1: It's like, like a, like a hair dryer. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Queso is doing phenomenally well. Everything is great. Uh, she's become increasingly affectionate. Like just in the last couple of weeks, she started like coming over more, just like for love, because she wants to be pet. Yeah. Uh, Which is great. She's just super the wonderful only
1: regret is that her uh, boots with the fur have, have you know all the fur has grown back so now she just has normal paws we still sing the song a lot but the, but the visuals aren't quite there anymore
0: we sing the song all the time <laughs> i play the song all the time
1: yeah but she doesn't yeah. look like she's wearing uggs anymore
0: No, nope, nope uh so yeah there's nothing to say except wonderful things about Kay. so she's doing very good
1: yeah she's walking around fine she's doing what she wants she's Yep. Very interested in treats and love, which is great.
0: I guess the one medical update on her is that uh, she had an itchy face yeah. and she scratched. She doesn't even scratch all that much, but she scratched enough that she started scratching off some of the fur Ugh. on her cheek, and uh, so we got her some medicine for that, and that's been better. They, they must think it's just allergies or something, because they basically gave her a pill to stop the itchiness, and uh, that's working, and the fur is growing back on her cheek, so... You may notice if you look closely in the snaps at her right cheek, there's some little stripies there from her scratching at it. That's she would have better.
1: a she's not very flexible, so she would have a hard time scratching her face with her rear leg, which is like a, a normal move for a lot of dogs, but she's kinda all stiff, so yeah. it's harder for her.
0: Yeah, she'll she'll get going sometimes and it's like thump 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 really You're loud honest. on the floor.
1: All sorts of side effects. I know queso, okay, hi.
0: She's just standing there like looking at us with her extremely happy faceo right yeah. now.
1: Nice work. Now she wants to bite Vink again. Yep. Sorry, Vink. You're gonna have just
0: to just grab grabbed a big chomp out of Vink.
1: Go along with this, Vink. The head gets chomped.
0: <laughs> uh, Vink, I don't think there's any updates for Vink. <laughs> she has started jumping up on the bed by herself. She used to like up until a month ago would just put her front legs up there and be like, "Boost me, boost, boost me. me, yeah, boost me," and now. She's like, fuck it, I can get up here by myself. <laughs> like, it was
1: adorable though when she just put her front legs up and would look around very expectantly, like, are you like gonna, who's what gonna, are you gonna do? boost me? Yeah, now she just jumps up and then snuggles up right in your spot, right on your pillow. She
0: loves to lay on my pillow, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's doing great, and if anything, that's progress.
1: Weight-wise, she's at no more than she always was. You know, she's probably in the good green zone. I
0: should do a vein, a Vinkman vein, Yeah, it's been a while, because the scale we have a dog scale that i bought on amazon for like 99 bucks but the scale was displaced for the sizzle cage yeah so i haven't been able to do any weighing for a while uh so we'll do a vein but yeah she's doing good hops pretty much the same
1: licking the lamp right now is a callback throwback for old times
0: currently licking the lamp yep. uh health wise nothing going on with her She's got
1: bumps on her skin, so she gets a little allergic to something.
0: She kind of always has been like that. She's yeah. a very sensitive system, so we have to give her probiotics with her meals yeah. so her like digestion doesn't get screwed yeah, she'll, up. She'll
1: she'll occasionally, for some reason or another, and if there's no good data on this, get an upset stomach and, and not be too doing so well for a few nights, so we give her the probiotics or some kind of tablet. Yep. Is it, philagyl?
0: Yeah, is a really good prescription. It's technically an antibiotic, but you give it for diarrhea to dogs. You give it to people, too. They can take Flagyl. Um, we've been out of that for a while, and so we. I'm just giving her Imodium pills, and oh. those work fine.
1: Like human Imodium yeah, pills?
0: Yeah, you can just give her the same stuff that you buy over the counter. Wow. Um, you can also give dogs Pepto-Bismol, but just the liquid. Uh, the pills don't work on them, but the liquid does, which is like a pink mess, because they don't like it. Uh, but if they're feeling really crappy... I've also started giving Hops um, Prevacid once a night. Acid reducer. Yep, yep. Because she kind of she'll have some sort of like reflux. Like sometimes she'll just go kind of and and puke up a little bit. Like not big retching, but I think she's got some reflux. So she's getting one Prevacid per day now.
1: Oh, Omeprazole.
0: Yep, you can give that to dogs.
1: Poor sensitive
0: Hops. She's got a very sensitive system, but she's happy and good. And she
1: goes running with you and swimming.
0: Yeah, Running with me all the time. Yeah. it's It's been really like last week it was really cold. It was below freezing, which is uncommon for here. And so I took her swimming two days in a row and it was below freezing. So the water wasn't frozen, but she'd get out and then her floof would freeze. And then she'd run through the leaves And the leaves would stick to it It's
1: like tarring and feathering And
0: so there'd be just like this mountain of leaves and sticks Frozen to her fur So we'd get home and we'd have to wait for her to thaw And then I'd have to pull them all out And there's like a pile Like a big sized pile of leaves Yeah
1: what did you say It was like uh... It was like the Blair Witch Project yes, Like yes, a little yes. talisman Stick art
0: Oh my god uh, But she's all good Everything's good
1: yeah, she's great.
0: Schmieg is doing the same. So she still has her aortic thromboembolism, her clot. Uh, we went back last week and dropped $1,000 at the vet to get it re-imaged and to get her tested. Uh, it is about the same. They said one side maybe is a tiny bit better and one side maybe is a tiny bit better And this is after a
1: regime, regime of anticoagulants, right? Yes,
0: she's been on Zarelto for two weeks. Um, so basically the decision was, since she's not having any problems with the Zarelto, she's not spontaneously bleeding, that we're just going to keep her on that for a while and see how it goes. Just got to
1: be careful when you clip her nails.
0: Yes, uh, I did clip her nails. I finally got up the will to clip her nails last week because she bleeds so much when I clip her nails and it was ridiculous. I, I barely clipped her nails. Like I just cut the tiniest bit off the end, but I didn't want her to bleed because she can't. She doesn't clot very well anymore.
1: And even under good conditions, she was terrible.
0: No, and somebody, I, I don't know if it was Queso. I think it was Queso. Maybe Jasmine. Oh, it was Queso. I was trimming her nails because they need to be trimmed much more than they are trimmed now. But she hates it, and I was trying to get her dew claw and it was, like, hidden, and so I was just trying to, like, roughly measure it, and I got it just a tiny bit too short, so she bled all over. So I had to put the hydrogen peroxide on it and jam the cornstarch into it, and then there's always cornstarch on the floor after that, and then Vink was, like, licking up the cornstarch, uh, but it, then it, like, dries her mouth up, so she's think? like... <laughs> um, but overall, uh, Maggie seems great, and the vet agrees. Like, she's happy, she moves well, as long as we don't go on the, you know, walks with her. She's fine. She's climbing the stairs, jumping on the bed, zooming around, happy, feeling good, no pain. Yeah. Domey. Home. Domey so head. The head is still a dome.
1: And she has a relaxation collar on.
0: Yeah. That's a new thing that we got. So I had uh, gone into the vet with Sizzle and my regular vet uh, has been out because he had some surgery. So there was like a backup vet there. And I was talking about Sizzle, and uh, I got her a Xanax prescription, and this vet had said to get this collar. So they have these hormone uh, pheromone collars for dogs. They look kind of like flea collars, like little plastic temporary collars. And they have pheromones on them that are supposed to help them relax. And I was like, won't hurt to try. So I got her one. So if you notice in the snap, Shmeag now has a little plastic black collar that she's wearing, and it's supposed to be calming. Uh mm-hmm.
1: Not hurting. She's Uh, not more spazzy.
0: Yep, yep. I think she's about the same, but we'll see. Yeah. We're giving it time.
1: Test would be like a thunderstorm, I guess, and it hasn't been one in a while.
0: Yeah. And we'll, you know, we'll take it off. And if we're like, oh, she's much more tense now that it's (laughs) worn off, then we know that it's good. But we're trying that. And then Jasmine. Jasmine, uh, Jasmine is starting to have some problems. No you know, like medical disease kind of things. But she's having a lot more problems with her legs and her mobility. So just like in the last month or so, she can't jump up on the bed well anymore. She'll occasionally get up there herself, but she needs to be lifted. Um, She's having a real problem coming up the stairs now where she'll kind of stop halfway. She has a hard time getting started. (sighs) She'll take a really long time to kind of get going on the first step and she's then
1: fallen down the stairs a couple times
0: and then the problem is more when she's going down she's kind of bunny hopping down like taking her back two feet and she misses with them like she'll jump too far forward with them so they miss the step and she slides down and uh she's fallen a couple times not the whole way down but like the last three or four steps like slid down so that's not good she's 12 so she's very old for a golden and this is normal kind of stuff but it's sad to see her showing her age a bit and she's you can tell that she's having discomfort some of the time so we are probably soon gonna have to start her on a pain management regimen so get her some medicines and uh we're carrying her up and down the stairs which she's not a huge fan of but she's light enough that we both can do it
1: she's not as good at it as venk is
0: Vink just hangs there. <laughs> Someone asked for a video of it and I still we need to get you do vinculating um, her something. Yeah. Uh but Jasmine's fine. Like she she doesn't fight you on the way up, but she does make really moany noises. She's like mo. <laughs> <laughs> um But
1: she still likes to play, she gets her she gets a zoomie sometimes. She's yep. on all other respects super <gasps> pleasant and happy.
0: Yeah, she's very happy, still has a good quality of life um but starting to show some age in in her joints so we're going to figure out how to deal with that. Yeah. Any other dog updates and Sizzle of course is doing great. Um if you follow so okay Zoe is on Instagram that is the Nelson's dog Zoe and now that account belongs to Zoe and Sizzle. Uh there's updates pretty much every day and it's amazing. Uh Zoe is way happier there sizzle uh, i'm sorry sizzle is way happier with zoe just having like one I don't know if Zoe's that much happier <laughs> <having> Sizzle. <laughs> zoe doesn't seem super distraught having sizzle around going from Fair. a s- single child to a sibling <laughs> um yeah sizzle is like super relaxed there's all these great pictures of like sizzle with her head on zoe's butt like sleeping with her and she's sleeping on the couch like she's really relaxed there um so we knew it was a really good match and then it's great to see them together and see Sizzle settling in and getting even more mellow. So she's doing just really wonderful and they send me pictures and I get a little bit weeby cuz my baby's doing so good.
1: Yeah, it was uh it's really nice seeing her relaxing and clearly being loved and you know snuggling in there. It's really nice cuz you know she was nice here. I yeah, liked yeah. having her around. Cheer dad
0: really wanted to keep Sizzle.
1: Part of me, right? I, I, th- it's the right move, but it had, it was, it had to be a really good owner, right? Who would yes. treat her as well as we would, or better. And she definitely found that. So it's a good, it's a good story. It's a good ending to the story. But you know, if nothing had, if no one had stepped up who was worthy, that would have been an easy easy six six dog to have (laughs) which sounds ridiculous but sizzle was pretty cool
0: no she's great she's definitely happier with one sibling than with five right i think that's helping her calm down but uh yeah it's great that we get to get updates every day about how she's doing too um but yeah, if they ever get tired, we'll take both of them. Zoe and Sizzle are, are welcome. We'll we'll gladly take them
1: both. We can't pry Zoe away from them. That's that's not gonna
0: happen. I don't. They are in love with Sizzle. Yeah, we couldn't pry her away either. I know. But you know, if you ever don't want dogs anymore, Nelsons, just send them both over. <laughs> we'll be fine. Uh, so yeah, overall, everybody's doing pretty good. Um, but that's the status update on everyone. Yeah. Anything else you want to add?
1: Nope.
0: All right. So we got a question. Uh, but no voice recording on this question. This is one of the most popular questions that we get, which is how many carrots do you go through? Uh, so number-wise, I go through about 8 to 10 carrots per meal. Everybody gets one. Uh, the Roasty Crew, Jasmine and Queso, always demand a second. Maggie always gets a second. She always demands a so second. So that's 8. And then sometimes Hopper and Venkman get a second one, but they eat them slower. So we go through 8 to 10 carrots per meal we don't give anyone more than 2 carrots because then they have digestive issues like they just poop carrots
1: they don't digest
0: it's the just issue carrots. Is they
1: don't digest the carrots
0: it's just orange piles of yeah even of on a good notes. day
1: they're not really breaking down those carrots as much as a rabbit would i don't know
0: i don't know but yeah to, we've figured from experience that 2 carrots is a maximum <laughs> yeah. so 8 to 10 carrots per meal and they eat twice a day so 20 to 30 some carrots.
1: Yeah, they're big ones.
0: Um, so I basically buy 100 pounds of carrots at a time, and that lasts us about a month. So uh, we, we go through. Ha- we do
1: have a second fridge in the basement.
0: We literally, and this is true, bought a second fridge just for the carrots. <laughs> because uh, the fridge in my kitchen is not huge. I mean, it's not like a mini fridge, but it's not big. And then when we started giving them carrots, it's like we have to buy a lot of carrots at once, they don't compress. No, and you can't, like, I was not going to be buying carrots every two days to just get a normal size bag. We had to buy big bags and there was no room. There's barely room for, like, our regular food in the fridge. And so I was like, all right, like, we need a second fridge. And the fridge is probably half carrots and then half, like, we keep Cokes in there.
1: Pop. Cokes. Pop. (laughs) Pop.
0: in my youth i would have said pop i would have said soda I soda said is soda. a word i still refuse to say yeah, I know. Troubling. <laughs> cokes keep cokes troubling in the fridge and uh yeah it was a great purchase i am pleased every day to have the second fridge in the basement it was just like whatever the cheapest fridge was that we could get it and C- the carrots the
1: if we don't put them in the fridge they get all rubbery after three days
0: oh yeah the carrots need to go in the fridge yeah so. Uh yeah, so there you go. Hundred pounds a month, twenty five pounds a week ish, which works out to. Yeah, a bunch of carrots, a whole bunch of carrots.
1: It's like we have we have a whole hutch full of rabbits or something. I know, or horses, a
0: bunny, horses. Hops, it's true. (laughs) And then there was a second part to that question, which did not have to do with carrots, hand. Yep. Oh, when one of your dogs dies or a foster goes away how do your dogs react uh when the fosters go away they don't react at all pretty much yeah if anything they're slightly relieved that the foster's gone um (laughs) i i you know i want to be able to say like oh yeah they really miss sizzle they don't they're all happy to be getting their full portions of attention again yeah
1: they don't they they kind of live in the now i mean for good and for bad
0: uh when one of them dies like that's different so none of the current gr squad has died obviously um, but my previous pair, Pi and Kay, when Pi died, Kay was distraught. She went down into the basement bathroom and slept down there and basically would come up to go out and have her meals and then she'd go back down there for like two months. Like she it was the saddest thing. She just mourned and mourned and mourned when her friend died, uh, which made it like harder for me. Because I just see, like, my poor dog suffering in sadness because her friend was gone and we couldn't talk about it.
1: Yeah. So. And we don't know. I mean, these these guys will all probably react differently. I'm not sure Venk will care because she's not that aware of stuff and not emotionally, you know, literate.
0: Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who Hops knows? will
1: be in her little hop brain probably. Yeah. Uh, But Jasmine Schmieg. I mean they'll miss each other They're the bondedest of I repairs. think
0: Vink would be really upset To not have Queso yeah. Like they have really bonded That's true They are big pals And Queso would be distraught To lose Vink Right So we'll see But yeah they definitely know But for the fosters Like they're never here that long Right they're here A couple weeks
1: Usually two weeks And then, and yeah. then I mean we've had very good Luck adopting them Yep Or Failing At adoption
0: Yep so Keso, uh,
1: looking at you, Queso
0: You are a good keep, Queso Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's the long and short of it. Uh we don't know what's gonna happen. This'll be the first group, you know, whenever somebody dies, it'll be the first like of adopted dogs. Cause Pine K I both got as puppies, so they grew up together. Um obviously Hops and Vinks have grown up together, but everybody else came later, so who knows? Yeah. But yeah, it can be really hard. Uh, And on the rescue group, you know, people talk about, you know, what do I do? Like, because my dog is mourning that my other dog died and can be sad.
1: But I don't know. There are lots of stories about dogs mourning. Yep. And like there's a dog in Japan who went to the subway stop, subway platform every day for like years after I think his owner passed away.
0: Yeah. Hops is being a little diva right now.
1: Hops wants more food.
0: She already got a second dose of food. I know. She doesn't she can't
1: count. She doesn't know. <laughs>
0: hops. Alright, we're almost done, hops. You just wait. Uh do you have a German word of the week for us? Yeah, I don't
1: yeah. I don't know if this is a common phrase, but in my family we would say if someone was like su- sulking or pouting that he was playing the Beleidigte Leberwurst <laughs> Like the offended liverwurst. I don't it was weird, I just thought of that phrase recently.
0: All right, German friends, Regina, I remember, Yeah, beleidigte Leberwurst. Is I don't that know if it's outside my family these. Beleidigte Leberwurst.
1: Spiel nicht die beleidigte Leberwurst. I
0: don't know.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a it, there's a there are, there are a leg- thing now. legitimate words. I don't know if they work together like that. All right. Yeah, it's a thing now.
0: <laughs> All right. So Germans, let us know if that's a phrase and if it's not, please start using it so it becomes uh,
1: And I'm not saying it's a current phrase. it could be real the youngs i'm sure don't say that yeah schland i I just learned schland yeah there we go yeah schland
0: yeah so no good news from conch life this week for the taste of the keys but we thought we would talk about fred the tree um so there's one road in the keys like literally there's one road
1: and it's route one
0: it's route one it goes from maine to key west
1: from the top Uh, to the bottom it goes from canada i guess right from canada to key west
0: canadian border yeah Mm -hmm. um and uh so yeah mile marker zero the southernmost point of route one is in key west and route one is the only road in the keys i mean there's like little residential streets that branch off it sometimes but uh that's it if you want to leave the keys you may only go on Route 1, and that's part of why there aren't a lot of people there because I learned this today, that there are like state regulations about how many people can live in a place and evacuate for a hurricane, and since there's only one road, they oh. limit how many people can live in the Keys so we mm. can evacuate from there.
1: They can't build a second road.
0: Because there's no place to build a second road. Route, route 1 uh, takes up the bulk of many islands
1: uses all the space yeah. It is, yeah
0: so there's just one road uh and originally there was no road but Flagler who was a Henry Henry Flagler rich dude R-
1: uh, railroad magnate no
0: he was a magnate and he <laughs> basically is like the guy who count f- f- founded colonized developed 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 is the right word Florida um Certainly
1: Southern Florida, yeah.
0: Kind of most of it. I mean, there were people living there. I mean, obviously there were Native Americans living there, but there were also like settlements there. There were cities there, but not a lot of people would go there.
1: Because it was malaria-ridden hellhole.
0: And there was kind of nothing there, and it was hard to get there. So he built a railroad through Florida. Um, Palm Beach, he decided, was going to be like a big vacation destination and he built a beautiful hotel called the breakers in palm beach which i have stayed at uh if you go back through the snaps you will find snaps of it is the nicest hotel i've ever stayed in and i have stayed at some very nice hotels uh and so he had a railroad that just went all the way down the east coast of Florida. Uh, Miami, he founded, and they wanted to call it like Flagler City. And he's like, how about you name it after the Native Americans or the river whatever?
1: Which is a rare display of non-egomaniacal behavior.
0: Yep. And then he eventually built the overseas railroad that went from Miami to Key West. And there's a ton of bridges. And it was a ridiculously huge project because the keys are 150 miles long. And so it went all the way down, and it connected all of the keys, and uh, and then basically nobody took it because, in the time why would you go there? In the time it took, like Key West did sort of become a vacation spot, but then people had cars, sort of by then, and they didn't want to just take the train for 150 miles down to Key West, and so pretty quickly they converted the railroad to a road road so you could drive down and uh the longest stretch where there were no keys is between basically marathon and big pine key uh or bahia honda state park which is right there and there's a very long bridge called the seven mile bridge which you can guess how long that bridge is and uh it's a big long bridge it's the longest bridge in the keys and uh so, there was a super skinny road. So, imagine a sort of narrow two-lane highway, and then there's a little metal railing on either side at the edge of the road. There's no shoulder. And then there's a steep drop-off into the water. And that it's is,
1: high up. That I mean, is just, what it was. like 50 feet at least. It looks like it's high. It feels high.
0: Oh, it's very high. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you've got to get
1: a sailboat underneath it sometimes.
0: Indeed. Yeah. No drawbridges down there. So... Yeah, it was because it had been the railroad, right? So they just basically paved it. And it was just like two very narrow lanes, no shoulder, no barriers, like just a little kind of metal railing on the side. And eventually, and it was terrifying to drive in. There's no lights on it because it's so narrow. There's no room to put streetlights on it. So people would drive it at night, right? There's no light in the keys. There's no streetlights. It's dark. Like you're basically in the middle of the ocean, literally. Yeah. So you're... In pitch blackness, driving on this super narrow road, you know you get not enough room even in one lane to really stay in it, and then people potentially coming at you is terrifying. So they're like, "Yeah, we need to do better." So they built a new seven mile bridge next to the old one, and uh and now all the traffic goes on the new seven mile bridge. But they didn't get rid of the old seven mile bridge.
1: Because ex- demolition's expensive.
0: Yeah, and like, why get rid of it? It's just there and so uh what they did do is cut out two sections of it so you can't get to the middle you can go about a mile mile and a half onto the bridge and then there's a big chunk missing so you can't get into the middle and that's the same on either side you can't get to the middle part of the bridge and uh somehow in the middle of that center segment that you can't get onto of the old seven mile bridge a tree has sprouted there's all sorts of little trees that sprout all over the place. This is a big one. But this tree sprouted and grew. And who knows how or what it's growing in because it's just growing on the deck of the roadway. But it is a big tree, I mean, 20 it's foot be bushy, 50 years old tree. At least. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so the tree's named Fred, Fred the Tree. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you can see Fred the Tree from the new Seven Mile Bridge. Fred the Tree has a Facebook page and uh and there's a group of people who sneak onto the center segment of the bridge they'll From boat boats, yeah. yeah they'll boat out there and then rappel up the bridge onto the the middle segment so you imagine this is a bridge that has not had any work done on it for decades and decades
1: it's been rusting
0: uh, it's yeah it's very cracked and rusty and unstable and uh and they put christmas decorations on fred the tree and they're like solar powered so he's lit up at night and he's got ornaments and stuff
1: yeah last year they had what is it key strong key strong after the <laughs> hurricane i mean it's it's pretty cool
0: it's cool but fred the tree is he survived the hurricane yep he's doing a good job and uh so yeah we just thought we would tell you about fred the tree this week since there is no good or interesting news from the keys <laughs> it's
1: bad. There's yeah bad there's
0: some news. bad news but nothing particularly interesting
1: beat on each other
0: yeah uh, all right anything else to add
1: queso oh, seems to be impatient with venk's state of participation
0: queso wants to play so
1: <laughs>
0: good job queso
1: nice face yeah
0: all right well have a good week everybody and we will talk to you next week bye bye